This episode is brought to you by Jewel Osco. Jewel Osco, home of fresh chicken, salmon, and uh, and fucking snack and great snacks. Come to Jewel Osco and get yourself a fucking bag. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. Today is August twenty fifth, and it's eleven twenty five at night right now. Okay, now usually I wake up. And I eat food and then I do the podcast like right away. It's like breakfast and then the fucking podcast. So it's only like an hour after I wake up or like even 30 minutes after I wake up. So I'm thinking, you know, like I'm never going to have that. Like you can't just wake up and fucking be hilarious, right? And you can't like wake up and have like 50 million stories to tell or whatever because you're very, your mind is very fresh. And today I was like at work and I was driving around and I was meeting with people and I had a lot of things going on through my head and I was thinking about topics that I could do um, during the day rather than like having a couple topics and then doing improv or like making shit up. Um, I think I'm going to start doing this because it's way easier. I could just post it tomorrow morning at like fucking 8 a.m. Um, or 9 a.m. or whenever I wake up. And then I don't have to worry about being like congested and my fucking face being puffy and all that. So I think I'm going to start doing this, the night podcast. Maybe I'll post it at midnight. I don't know. We're going to see. And when my boss schedules me to work at fucking noon, when she knows I post my podcast at noon, I don't know. It just makes it, it makes everything easier. Um, in 33 minutes, I turn 20 years old and I am, man, I am the most excited. I I am so excited. Um, tomorrow's my birthday, and what I'm doing for my birthday is guess what I'm guess what I'm doing. My boss scheduled me from twelve to seven, so I'm gonna be working at fucking Buckle for my birthday for majority of the day, and which is very sweet, kind move by my boss. You know what I mean? It's like the kid fucking has one day where he kind of wants to celebrate. You know what I mean? Maybe see his family or something. You throw him a fucking quick seven-hour shift or six-hour shift. Cool move by my boss. And, you know, just shout-out to you, Melissa. The fact that you gave me this just, like, fucking day of work um, is awesome. And what else would I want to be doing on my birthday rather than folding jeans and fucking wanting to fucking end my life? Um, let's get into the Q&A. By the way... Um, people post, like, I, I, I'm thinking I'm not going to be like posting a lot of shit tomorrow or probably throughout the week on my Instagram. I'm going to post like a picture that I think is funny tomorrow and then I'm going to chill cause I'm going to fucking relax that my, my birthday week, um, or a few days at least, I'm going to just kind of do my own thing and like whatever the fuck I want to do is what I'm going to do. All right. And we're going to get into that later. Um, <laughs> so the Q and A's of the day. Tepi said, says, any any way to make, okay, can I already, can I not fucking stutter the first two seconds? All right, let's restart. Tepi said, asks, uh, any way to make buying shoes for us in Canada easier? It's a big stumbling block for the Canadians having to buy within Canada, avoiding the U.S. market, or else we have big customs to pay. Um, you know what I mean? Like, if you buy... Well, I don't know why I said you know what I mean because I didn't even say anything yet. But if you buy uh, shoes from, you know, Flight Club or Stadium Goods or you order them online, of course, you're going to have to pay like a fucking extra fat fee if you're um, international. So I don't think there's any – I don't even know if Canada is, rep like, is international. 
But if you if you're fucking not in the U.S. and you're buying from the U.S., they're gonna tax you as much as they can. Um, and me personally, I know it's not that much of a difference. Like I've shipped to California and it was 18 bucks and I've shipped to Toronto and it was 30 bucks. Like it's literally $12 difference. So I would say just find a guy like me or you fucking found me, uh, DM me and tell me the shoes that you want. The market in Canada and the market in United States is not really that different, especially when it's like hype sneakers and all that. It's kind of like a global thing. Um, so if you're finding online that companies are trying to charge you like $80 extra or whatever, fuck them. Another thing is if you insure your package for, let's say it's a $400 pair of shoes. If you insure that for $400, then customs is going to charge you based on what the value of the shoe is. But a lot of people in Canada just say, you know, mark it as $50 and say it's a $50 item. And then they don't get charged customs. Like charge customs doesn't charge them uh, to fucking take their shit. I don't really know how it works. All I know is that I put the value, I always put it for 50 when my customers are in Canada or wherever else because then they don't get charged a lot. Um, so yeah, DM me anything you want. I got you. And shipping is usually around 30 bucks when it's in Canada. Uh, Andrew Cash asks, why did you want to start a podcast in the first place? I wanted to start a podcast to show people that I'm more than just a guy who sells shoes. This is kind of like since I was 17, 18 years old, I've always been making actually since I was fucking 14, I've been loving to make people laugh. And in school, we would video record pranks. I'd fall in the middle of class. I'd record me saying some stupid shit and being a dick to my teachers. I just always like to have fun. And then I started like not blowing up, but people started giving a fuck about me when it was like, oh, he's the shoe guy. And then me being like a marketing person, I know that if I have 40,000 people seeing my Instagram post that I want to bring them as much value as possible and bring myself as much value as possible. So um, I figured like if I want to have a talk show one day, I'm not going to get there from being a shoe guy. I'm going to get there from people thinking I'm funny, people seeing that I have an actual fucking talent, that they think that I'm a fucking good spokesman or that I can do their TV show or I might get a producer to call me and say, you know, I want you to play a little part in the show and see how you do. So um, being on a podcast for me is just to like test out material, see how good I am, like in front of a microphone because uh, it's very similar to like being on TV or being on a camera, maybe not on TV, but being in front of a camera. Um, and I don't know. And I have a lot of shit to talk about. Like, I think that my podcast is genuinely a funny podcast and I think it's interesting. And uh, I mean, the numbers that I'm doing so far, I'm very happy with. So just wanted to start wanting to get my shit out there, you know. Uh, Amy says, what's the first, oh, what's the worst experience you've ever had with a girl? Um, I'm going to make this short because I don't, I, I want to get into the topics today. I got some good topics. The worst experience I ever had with a girl was it was a blind date and we ended up, you know, coming back to my house. It was kind of like a one night stand kind of fuck it thing. And we got in my bed and she pulled her fucking eyelashes off, took out like a foot of hair, wiped her face from tan to fucking whiter than paper in her chest um, I don't know, just very, like, was caked up, had fake hair, fake eyelashes, like, I know you're thinking, where the fuck did you, where did you meet the girl, and it was actually a friend of mine's, like, recommendation, he was like, yo, bro, my girl's gonna bring her friend, you wanna come out with us tonight, 
and uh, worst decision of my life. I actually ended up faking, well, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I actually ended up faking, like, a phone call, and I was like, oh, my God, babe, like, my dad's fucked up. I gotta go get him. I'm so sorry. I'll call you an Uber. And then she's like, what the fuck? Like, you just don't like me. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, don't, like, at least leave the, leave it on. Or don't wear it at all. You know what I mean? I feel like makeup, at least, just chill. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to date, or if we're going to be in bed, or if we're going to do anything, I always shoot for the girls that are, like, naturally pretty. My girlfriends, I used to always tell them, chill on the fucking makeup. I should see you more often without makeup, and then, like, once in a while we go out and you get, like, dressed up, rather than, like, every single day, no matter what the fuck you're doing, you're covered in makeup, and then in the mornings you take it off, or at night you take it off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going for natural beauty. I'm not trying to... I'd rather take a 7 that doesn't need makeup than a girl that looks like a 10 with makeup on and then a fucking 3 when she takes it off. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, I don't do the fake shit. I'm not into all that. Um, just be who you are and embrace yourself because you're a great, beautiful... All right, so... I, here's what I wrote down in my in my topics list. I got a fucking page full today because it's because of me doing it at night and I'm just like I'm thinking all day. You know what I mean? Um, so what twenty years old? What being twenty years old means to me, right? I wrote down some pros and I wrote down some cons. So being twenty years old, I can finally have a shot with milfs. Um, now let me dive in a little bit because I know you're thinking like, what does he mean? Um, I mean that like older women that are single, I'm into that, dude. I don't know why, but like 40 to fucking, I don't know, like 35 to 45 years old. That's like, I'm trying to like, let's fucking chill. Um, let's fucking crush is basically what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I'm just attracted to older because here's why it's part of the makeup thing. But it's just younger girls, the thing, the things that they, okay, I'm not going to say younger girls. That sounds fucked. Woman my age, you know, I'm I'm, not, I'm 20 now. I'm about to be 20, so I could say woman. They're not teenagers anymore. Teenagers that are 18, 19, women that are like young 20s, the shit that they do from what I've seen, it's not like as cool as it is for like, them, like a 30-year-old or a 35-year-old. I know that sounds fucked, but it's like I'd rather like chill like let's hang out on your porch and fucking smoke a vape and like talk about deep shit i'd rather do that than like go to fucking medusa's club and like run around and try to fucking drink and shotgun beers you know what i mean so i don't know what it is and i'm just like i don't know i'm just into that i don't have to explain myself right people are into weird shit i'm in the i'm in the milfs so and my voice cracked so now i have zero shot at having one um, so yeah, when I'm, but when an older woman hears that you're 19, it's like, fuck that. Like, no way. Um, I've hit on my fair share of older women and you know, I've gotten lucky very rarely, but, um, a lot of them were like, yeah, 19 is just too young. I can't do it. Like hit me up when you're in your twenties and it's really not that big of a fucking difference. But now I'm going to message them all and be like, yo, I'm 20. <laughs> so yeah, probably still not going to work out, but that's one of the pros Another pro is, you know, I could finally have a shot with girls that are in their 20s for some reason if I wanted to, um, which like I, if, I don't even want to get married, but I would probably date a girl my age. Like I'm not trying to have like a 
girlfriend that's 45. I, I just like it in the, in the sense of, like, it's just a little turn on. You know what I mean? Um, but girls that are 22, when I tell a girl I'm 19 and she's 21, here's how they react. You're, like, way too young for me. There's literally no way that we're going to... Like, I don't do young. I don't know you're a little fucking boy. Like, we probably aren't even into the same shit. Like, they think it's so much different. Hey, guys, I'm two years younger than you, maybe even less than that. You know what I mean? It's not that fucking different. And, like, a 23-year-old... I know it sounds different, like 21 and 19, right? But the only difference is you can legally drink and I can't. And when it comes to stuff like that, uh, which this is a con, but when it comes to stuff like that, it's like, I don't fucking care to go drink. You know what I mean? Like, even if I, the day I turn 21, mark my words, you will not see me at a bar. I'm not going to be drinking. I won't be drinking until I'm fucking like 60 years old and I just need a fucking little bit of fun in my life again. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I could find fun on my own without needing to be drunk or high. And until then, I'm not going to get drunk or high. Um, now, the cons. its It sounds more normal that, like, I'm doing good. That's the shitty... That's honestly what I look like or look at as a shitty part. Because when people hear, like, holy fuck, bro, you're 19 and you've got a podcast and you're doing this and that. And it's like, wow, he's only a teenager. Now it's like, oh, he's 20. Like, yeah, he should be doing good. That part pisses me off. Um, and I wish I was like more successful. I wish I started the podcast when I was 17 so I could have three years of like, holy fuck, he's so young. Um, I also am kind of messed up. And in my mind, it's like, if I'm not exactly where I want to be by the time I'm 22 or 23, like then I need to change something up. Like I'm going to be, if I don't get any, like, I don't want fucking millions of dollars. I don't want all that. I want like to be successful and to be able to fucking take care of myself. You know what I mean? By the time I'm like 22 or 23. Otherwise, if I'm not, then we got to fucking change this, change it up. You know what I mean? But if I'm 23 and I don't have a, not like I don't have my own TV show, but if I don't see myself progressing more and more, um, then by the time I'm 23, I'm going to start fucking skateboarding. I'm going to start skateboarding um, and see how I do with that. And then I'm just going to start fucking rolling the dice. I'm going to try skateboarding for two months. If I don't blow up by the time it's my two months is over, then I'm going to try being a fucking uh, age alien. I'm going to try being an alien. I'm going to try creating like a website or some shit. And if I don't get three million in sales by two months, changing it, something else. Like it's just going to, my life is going to just fucking tumble uh, into a, into a big fucking pile of shit. Basically, if I don't, if I'm not where I want to be by the time I'm 22 or 23, that's what I'm saying. Um, another con is like, this is what I was going to say is most people would be like, dude, like I'm so close to 21, bro. Like, fuck man. Like, yo, still get me in the bar though. <laughs> and like, that's just so fucking like cringe is what it is. Um, I've literally heard someone be like, Yo, like, I'm only six months away, dude. I can't wait to hit the fucking bars. Like, and first of all, you're already fucking drinking. Like, there's no difference. You drinking in your basement and then, like, also sneaking into bars once in a while. It's just, dude, it's so, it's actually just people are fucking broken, man. It's like, now that I think of it, 
you're in college, you drink when you're 19, you drink when you're 20, you drink when you're 18, most people, um, and then they're 21, like their 21st birthday, they're like, yo, let's go to the fucking bars and blah, blah, and it's like they're celebrating the fact that they can drink, and that goes on for another like two or three years. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm really starting to realize like that how much, what separates me from a lot of people. Um, which is another re oh we got the train going fuck yeah I hope it's a freight train baby I maybe I should pause it no you know what it's a, it's a fast one um, yeah it's just pee how broken can you be man it's like you drank for two years I get it you know I was a sophomore I was a freshman I had a few nights where I was fucked up you know what I mean one time I woke up in a bush and that was the first time I actually ever got drunk uh, and I, like I get it like it was kind of fun. And it's fun because you could like do stupid shit and like not care. Like my girlfriend, this is like a good story to tell, I guess. It's actually not. Um, I was at a party and you know I was drinking, and my friend told me like you're gonna hand out the shots, okay? Like you're gonna pour shots and you know charge people two bucks each shot because the bottles were sixty bucks and there's fifty people here and let's fucking make money from our friends basically. And I was like, all right. So now it's like three shots away and I'm sitting there and I'm like you guys you let's pour some shots hell yeah yo show me your tits and you can get a free shot ha ha and I, and I I made a total of zero I we lost money as a team there right so I kind of let him down and he was like dude like how much money did you get the next morning and I was like I fucking I actually I, I got like six bucks on me um so I gave him six bucks and he was expecting 180. Um, so that didn't work out right. But during the night, you know, my girlfriend was there and uh, there was a lot of girls there, right? And I'm, I'm kind of drunk. I'm a little fucked up. And it was like a ba it was like an unfinished basement, like strobe lights, fucking party music's going. Everyone's jumping around. Everyone's like, hell yeah. We're all like 16. Um, and I was dating a girl at the time, but then there was another girl that was like, I was kind of fucking with her. So I was holding her hand. And my girlfriend's literally behind me. And she comes up to my ear on the couch and she's like, I hope you know I can see what you're doing. And then I turned around and I was like, fuck you. Hey, you f I don't give a shit what you say. I'm not even I'm not even with the girl right now. I'm just holding her hand because I'm having a good time. And, uh, and then I got fucking bitch slapped. And then I walked. <laughs> and then I got up and I was, it like clicked like, holy shit, what am I doing? And I was walking over and I was like, baby, no, I'm so sorry. I was just checking, making sure hands were okay. And then I fell and I fucking slammed. That was loud. I slammed my chin on like some something on his wall and I cut my chin open. Um, I don't know why I gave you that much detail, but the, oh, the point was like, I was drunk, so that was my excuse. And then it was like the next morning, everything was okay. You know what I mean? And when me and my girlfriend made up, we went upstairs and I was like, we were trying to like get it on, get it on, you know? And I had never been drunk before and my penis just didn't, it didn't work. I was like, I was like, hell yeah, like, let's do this. And my penis was like, no, no. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not doing that. All right. So... That was kind of disappointing for her, disappointing for me. And she's like, what is, what's, what's going on? What's wrong with this? And I was like, I don't know. It's just not, it's not working. You know what I mean? Let's just go back downstairs. Let's go back to doing some stupid shit. 
So we did that. Um, and then another time, yeah, I woke up in a bush and I was really fucked up. My friends brought me upstairs and I woke up with puke all over myself. I threw up in my bed. Um, and then I had a little personal thing that happened with a family member and uh, due to alcohol. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not fucking, I'm not doing that shit anymore. You know, it's, it kind of ruined the fun. You can only hear so many, I don't know what's going on outside of my window. You can only hear so many bad stories about alcohol until you're like, fuck this. You know, and everyone does it. And I'm not trying to be like everyone. You guys know that. So, yeah, uh, the con was that most people think it's cool or most people think it's shitty. But like my my thoughts are I don't give a fuck if I'm 19 or 28. Like I'm, alcohol ain't my thing. Um, so now I wanted to talk about. Um, kind of girls that I, I always talk about relationships and stuff. I haven't lately, so I figured I got to now. Um, you know, it's it's time for it's back to school week. You know, and relationships. A lot of relationships are ending around now. You know, friendships are changing. Your friend, like for kids that are just going into college, you're probably gonna re like a heads up, man. Your girlfriend is probably not gonna be your girlfriend within three months. All right, and I hate to be negative. But let's just keep it real, you know. You're going to a school where there's 40,000 people. She's going to a different school where there's a different 40,000 people. And there's going to be parties. There's going to be fucking drugs, alcohol, shit you've never tried before. And if you're a if you're that type of person, then you're going to want to try new things, you know. And something's going to happen where you're at a party and a girl walks up to you and you're fucking like, yo, babe. Let's fucking make out. And then you do it, and then you're like, shit, my girlfriend's going to fuck me up. And then your girlfriend's like, hell yeah, like, he's so hot. Have you seen Jason's body? And then you guys both fuck up. So uh, in one of my relationships that was at the end of school, I was, like, heartbroken, kind of, and I was, like, sad. But I was just like, look, we got to end it. Like, you, it's just not going to work, you know? And I was like, I'll give it a week. But if, if I'm not cool with it and you don't see each other and it's just, I don't fuck It's like, who could do that? You know? And if you're one of the couples that can, I'm not saying it's impossible. I would say 5% of people make it through college, but I would literally rather be like, Hey, like hit me up when you're out of college and let's check in then. You know what I mean? And like, f here's a four year break. And if we still love each other, then let's just fucking do it. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, girls also change, you know? Like, I know girls that literally wouldn't touch a fucking touch a tip. Uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't touch a tip when they were in high school. And now, like, the first week of college, they're getting fucking railed. And, and by railed, I mean, like, hardly fucked. Um, and I'm just saying, it's fine, but people change. There's guys that were like fucking all about school and math and they were just super nerdy. And then the first week of college, they're fucking banging some cheerleader. It, it, college changes people, man. Like you bring out a side that you never had before, you know, or had seen. Um, the strict kids, the kids with strict parents usually end up being like the most wild because they were so coddled by their piece of shit parents. Uh, all their life and they weren't allowed to do anything fun and you parents set your kids up to be fucking idiots in college just FYI the smart parents like mine and I'm not trying to say that in a braggy way but my parents were like kind of laid back they were like yeah fuck it if you want to drink when you're 16 go ahead like do it in our house though but 
my mom. I had people over in my basement, you know what I mean? We're drinking beers. Pe my friend's fucking thrown up on the floor. His mom calls, what the fuck's going on? You know, they're safe. They're in a house. And uh, his mom was luckily cool. But the parents that I grew up with, it, they made it very easily, easy for me to mature. You know what I mean? They left the door open because it was like the fact that they did I don't know. The fact that they weren't like, you're not drinking, you're not smoking, you're going to be home by seven, you're going to fucking do your homework. The fact that they weren't like that made me realize like, okay, this shit isn't like, it's not cool. When you have to be home by seven, you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't try shit. Like my mom, I, which I don't know if this is cool, I don't give a fuck, but... I smoked my first cigarette with my mom. I told my mom the first time I got high. I told both of my parents when I got drunk. Like, and they, and I just talked about it because I had to keep shit open. And they like gave me their advice, and they were like everything in moderation. Like my dad was always like, "Don't fucking smoke weed. Don't be an idiot." Um, but I don't know. It's just parents that coddle their kids. Now the kid goes to college and they're like, fucking, I'm going to get trashed. I'm going to fucking do coke. I'm going to do meth. I'm going to fucking put heroin up my eye, up my eyes. Um, they're going to try to just do the wildest shit, you know, because and it's your fault. So that's how it is. And uh, yeah, you know, people just, people change. You call your girlfriend one night and she's like, I love you so much, babe. And then you're in college and you call her and she's like, what's going on? How is, I was, has, how is your, how are you, babe? You're being so much fun. And she doesn't even know what the fuck she's saying because she's hammered drunk. And that's where the excuses come in. And I was drunk and I fucked up and skip all of it. All right. I don't even have to go into detail anymore. Um, so. When I like to, now I'm at the point in my life where it's like, I'm just trying to have good friends. You know what I mean? I want to find, I want to, I don't want to find love. I just been trying to chill out, you know, find a girl that I can hang out with and we can mess around a little bit, of course. Uh, and like more deep conversations with, I met a girl over the summer that like on the first, it was like on the second date we went on. We were like sitting outside of Starbucks just talking for fucking hours about like deep shit, you know, family, what we're interested in, learning about each other. And it was the first time that I ever really did that with someone like in forever. You know, I used to be like, yo, like come over and let's fucking, let's do this, let's fuck. And now I had a girl that I just could talk to and that I found so much more attractive than like she wants to fucking blow me on the first night, you know? I'm kind of past that. Um, of course, I'm still very sexual. I'm still a fucking weirdo when it comes to, like, let's fucking do some sh kinky shit. But I'm, I know how to chill out a little bit more. Um, and I'm more interested in, like, if I have a girl over, can I sit there and talk to her? Or is it just going to be, like, sex and leave? Because I've, I'd honestly rather lay down, talk with a girl, have some fun, laugh together, and then have a little bit of fucking fucking fingering and, you know, putting her putting her, uh, putting her her cheeks on my, on my ass. Um, so I, I just wait for all that. I'd rather, I prefer the good relationship. I prefer the laughs. Let's go out. Even if it's not like we need to go blow $75 on some expensive dinner. Let's go to a movie. Let's walk around. Let's just have a good time, you know? We could get to the fucking sexual shit later. Um, and a lot of girls that I've, like, been with are going to be like, yeah, okay, but it's just, hey, I've, I fucking changed, all right? I changed. Um, 
But what I was going to say is I, I went out with a, with a Latina for the first time a little while ago. And here's what I'm just going to tell you a story. Here's what happened. Um, and let me start out by saying I've always wanted to go out with a Latina girl, but I just never really had the balls to. Um, because I know that it's different. I know that Latina girls fucking, they're lovers. Like I, I, my, one of my good friends, he has a girlfriend and she's a Latina and she fucking is the most loyal girl. They have so much fun together. But if he does one fucking thing, man, like this is why I'm talking about it is because I've just experienced a lot of shit lately. Um, I was with him when we were out and like, he could say one thing and she's like, yo, like, hold up. That shit ain't cool with me. Like, don't be saying that shit. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, she really checks him, you know? So, anyways, I'm watching a movie with this girl. We're out. And uh, I'm watching a movie with her. And I I don't know what I said. I was like, holy shit. Like, she is so gorgeous. Like, whatever. And I always say that. I say what's on my mind, you know? And she kind of, like, looked over at me. And then I there was another girl in the movie. And I was like, wow. Like, she's fucking... I would, dude, I would rail her. And then she's like... Yo, like, I, yo, like, first of all, straight up, like, I ain't even cool with that shit. Like, don't be sitting here talking about these fucking chicks in the TV show. Like, that might be some fucking white people shit, but you're not gonna fucking disrespect me. Like, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, hey, I'm, I didn't really didn't mean it, you know? But she checked me hard. And then she's like, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm fucking, come here. Like, you give me a kiss. And I was like, holy, like, I was just stunned because a white girl would sit there and be like, yeah, she's really pretty, like, fuck yeah, and, like, just agree with me, and I would agree if a guy, like, if a girl with was with me, and she was like, holy shit, Brad Pitt is fucking hot, I'd be like, yeah, he's a great looking guy, I wouldn't be like, hey, fuck you, don't just sit here and treat me like a piece of shit, you know what I mean, I wouldn't get, like, triggered about it, but Latina girls, man, they fucking, they check you, Yo, like, don't be fucking sitting here like I'm some bogus ass bitch. Like, fuck do I look like? And you're gonna respect me? Otherwise, I'll get up and fucking leave. I ain't even trying to hear that shit. You know what I mean? They're fucking different level, man. And I, just a, a white girl is much different. That's what I learned. That's what I learned within the past few months. Is that uh, I gotta... It, but it's it's worth it, though. I feel like it's worth it. Because here's the other thing. White girls, you can fucking... It's like you can be the most generous guy ever. You know, I fucking take you out. We go do fun things. I do creative shit that I would never want to do alone. Like going on a Ferris wheel, go to a fucking fest. Let's go, I don't know, to a museum. I did that a ton of times with a girl that I dated. We went, we'd go to a museum. She was like really smart, way over my head. But I'd be like, yeah, let's fucking, hell yeah, history is dope. Um, <laughs> I would just do shit that I would never do alone. Um, picnics, you know what I mean? Going out to Chicago and like going in the sky box in the fucking tower of, of, t I don't even know what it's called. Willis tower. Um, I almost said tower of terror. What the fuck? Uh, you know, it's just, you do these things because you're like, I'm so, I care about you, babe. You're like, I want you to have fun. So I'm going to do this shit for you. And then what do you get? Sometimes you fucking pick up your phone and she's fucking another man. And then you're like, hey, that ain't, that's not cool. We're not supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Or you hear about like, yo, your girlfriend was just sucking this guy's fucking cock, man. And then you're sitting here like, what about what we had? Yo, like, what about what we shared together? And then, you know what I mean? It's like, what my point is, 
And I'm not like grouping girls in. For all you feminists out there or whatever the fuck, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm saying that a lot of girls that I've, that I've experienced with or heard about, a lot of the white girls uh, are known to be a little bit more like risky than the Latina girls is what I'm saying. That's my comparison. It's like a white, a white girl is going to fucking cheat on you after no matter what you did. You could have been the fucking best guy. And then, you know, one day it's like, hey, you weren't the fucking best today, pal. So fucking kick rocks. Whereas I feel like a Latina girl from the stories that I've heard, it's like they're fucking loyal as shit. And they'll beat the fuck out of you if you do anything. Like a white girl, you can cheat on. And it's also the guys. The guys are fucked up too. White guys will also cheat way more than I feel like a fucking Latino or a black guy. Like I feel like black guys and Latinos are like just way more loyal. I don't know. They're just fucking better than... Better, like, hearted than some white people, is what I'm saying. Uh, and I'm, I don't know where I'm crossing lines here, but fuck it. Um, it's just, white, dude, white guys are fucking pieces of shit, especially when they're, like, 18 to 23. Like, the teenage white guys versus, like, the my black friends were always so much cooler, and they were, like, fly, and they, like, just knew how to act around people. They were, like, they're... Whereas a white guy is like the old is white kids are always the fucking the idiot like stroke jobs. You know what I mean? I've never met a black kid that I thought like, oh, this kid's like a nerd or like he doesn't know how to talk around. Like he was they were always the coolest fucking people. Um, so that's just that's just what I'm gonna fucking say. And Latina girls, they just still slap the shit out of you, which is also that's a con. You know, I'm not gonna I can't say too many good things. There are bad things. It's like if I'm sitting in a room with my Mexican girlfriend and I say like one wrong thing, she just fucking slaps me in the face and then I'm kind of like stunned. You know what I mean? Or they'll fucking grab grab my fucking balls and punch me in the eye. My friend gets his ass beat by his girlfriend, <laughs> clearly, because that's the stories I've heard. But I, I there's just, I'm just starting to realize like the I think... If I can handle it, I think I got to start lifting more weights and get a little bit tougher. But I really am trying to trying to go for a Latina girl because they just, the love, they're just so loving. And I can't do the fucking, I can't do it. I can't, I got to, I got to switch. You know, I got to hit the switch button. Um, So now a bunch of white girls are going to be like, fuck you. What the hell? Like, what the fuck? You don't even like me. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, I don't know what else there is. Also, oh, now it's 12 o'clock. Dude, I'm fucking 20. Hell yeah. All right, there's my excitement for the day. Um, maybe you guys are going to understand where I'm coming from. Maybe you're not. But other other than that, let's get into the sneaker show, the sneaker part of the show. Um, I'm ordering. This actually doesn't have anything to do with sneakers, so forget it. Um, all right, so I got these Coca-Cola Converse. I think I talked about them last episode, but I'm going to do it again just in case I didn't. Um, it's Coca-Cola collab with Converse and with Kith, and they're these high-top Converse. They're not, like, thin and flimsy. They're, like, thick. They're way better material. The laces are way thicker. The sole is, I think, half an inch bigger, and then the bottom is, like, a translucent green. They're fucking dope, and the box is really cool. It's got the Kith, like, custom logo on the top. Um, these are really cool. They're going for like 300 to 500 depending on the colorway. I got the yellow, which is like the China pair. Um, they're really cool. I like them. 
Uh, Serena Williams made an Air Max 97 and an off-white blazer. The fucking blazers, man, holy shit. They're so awesome. It's got like a tie-dye colored bottom, uh, gray and black upper, and they're just fucking dope. I, I don't even know. This is where I get confused is like how does Jordan pick who to collab with? And it's back to the thing where I said last, or two weeks ago, I said, like, WWE characters should be, like, they should have a fucking shoe. Because you're taking these globally known, like, athletes. LeBron James has shoes with Nike, Kobe Bryant, I guess Serena Williams now, which is, like, it's cool because she's, like, other than uh, Ali Ali May, and I'm sure I'm missing another big one, but, like, the women athletes don't really, I don't even know if Ali Ali May is a fucking athlete, actually, but the women don't get a lot of cool, like, dope collabs with the bigger companies, and now they are, obviously, because, like, times are changing, and it's fucking 2018, um, it's just, like, the shoe that they made, though, they're so fucking dope, where it's, like, the basketball guy's shoes, they literally all look like shit. So let's kind of, let's try testing new things out. You know what I mean? Let's get fucking, uh, let's get Stephanie McMahon to make a shoe. Actually, probably not. But let's get, how about Shane McMahon? Has he ever had a fucking shoe? He's worn Jordans for 20 years, and the guy doesn't have his own Shane McMahon-Jordan collab. Unless he does, and I'm just dumb. But let me look it up. Shane McMahon-Jordan collab. I don't think it's ever happened. Yep, never happened. Unless I'm high. But it's like, dude, I don't know, man. Hockey players get like Jonathan Taze, get fucking Sidney Crosby. It's just, it's different, but it's like, who the fuck, how is it different or any worse or better than a fucking tennis player or a basketball player or whatever? Well, okay, I guess there's a huge amount of people right there that thought like, dude, they're basketball shoes, you fucking idiot. But okay, I know. I don't know, guys. Maybe I'm fucking talking out of my ass here. All right, I'm moving forward. Uh, the Air Maxes that Serena Williams made, they came out. I think they both came out today. I haven't seen any Blazers on the market, but I know that the Air Maxes are around like 1,000 to 2,000. Those smaller sizes, by the way, like if you don't know how sneakers work, it's like size 6 through size 9 is usually always the heat sizes. Those are always the most, uh, the most fucking expensive. And then 10 and a half, 11 are usually the lowest. And that's exactly how they are with those. Um, then, speaking of collabs, we got Justin Timberlake coming back with another fucking dope collab. Actually, the first pair I thought was shit. The first JTH retro fucking threes, whatever they were called, uh, they were definitely called JTH, but there was a nickname for them. I don't know. It was just a basic ass shoe. It was a white cement three with a white check on it that you couldn't even see. But then uh, the Tinkers were awesome. I don't even know if the Tinkers had anything to do with JTH, but they were the same shoe, just different colors. I don't fucking know what they're doing. But these, the Bio Beige Retro 3s, these are fucking like phenomenal. Like these surpass any Retro 3 that's came out within the past 10 years. That's a new colorway. Um, if it's a re-retro, obviously I'm not talking about black cements or any of those, but the new colorways, like beige on a fucking retro is so awesome and brown, like mocha threes were so dope. There's fucking those, what are they called? I don't know. There's retro ones coming out that are brown and white. Um, it's like brown was meant to be on a sneaker. It looks so fucking good next to jeans. It looks good with brown. It looks good with white. Like you could just wear it with fucking anything. 
Um, I'm really hyped up, dude. Brown. Um, <laughs> I, so, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of those, obviously. Pre-orders, I'm running $400 to $425. So if you want any of those, you've got to let me know ASAP because they literally release in two days. Um, then we got the Kobe 1, I don't know what they're called, Pro Tro Undefeated? I, I don't know. They're mid-tops, they're clunky as fuck, they're different colored blue, red, orange, yellow, they're all fucking ugly, okay? That's what I'm saying. Uh, they look they look like shit. So, I'm, I'm not a fan of those. I know Dalia ordered a pair from me, I just got an order from Sal Vulcano. like, the celebrity guy, they fucking love them, man. Like, people, maybe it's just because they have so much money that they're like, sure, these are dope, and they're different. They are different, I'll give them that. But I just can't, like, the side profile of this shoe, it just looks so fucking ugly, you know? Uh, yeah, so, update on the podcast as well. I'm going to be doing, I just ordered a bunch of styrofoam foam, styrofoam foam, okay? I ordered a bunch of soundproof foam. To, I'm going to redo my wall. I'm going to do it the colors of the podcast. Right now it's all black. I think I'm going to do, like, black and purple, and it's going to be, like, a candy purple to match my uh, cover, but then I'm going to fucking flip my desk around and start the video podcast. I've had a lot of people tell me, like, I'd rather watch than listen. Which I personally feel like I'd rather just listen to a guy talk rather than sit there and watch him. But I'm very, like, I'm very animated with my shit. And when it comes to a shoe show, I feel like for the shoe portion, I definitely should be showing them. You know? So, I know I talk about it every fucking episode. But it's coming soon. All right, the goal is to have the video podcast up by the 25th episode. Actually, no, that's so far. By the 22nd, all right? Um, I'm going to go enjoy my birthday and do so, so many drugs, man. Uh, so thank you for listening. Um, please, you know, please fucking listen to this and leave a review for my birthday present, huh? Give me a fucking email or something. All right, thank you guys. Good night. I'll talk to you. Or actually, it's good morning for you. And I'll talk to you next week.